Hey, welcome to The Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman. Here are the best TV to watch this week. Uh, here's some of the stuff that I watched last week. Here's some of the stuff that I'm going to watch next week. Here's some of the stuff that I'm really excited about. There actually was quite a bit of new stuff that came out, especially on the streaming services in the last week. So first of all was The Irregulars. So on Netflix, this is a British drama about some street kids in London that are helping Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson solve supernatural crimes, all right? Uh, apparently the barrier between the spirit world and ours is breaking down. So who better to call than the Ghostbusters that are a bunch of gutter kids in London? Um, each show, the kids try to solve some sort of supernatural crime while coordinating mostly with Dr. Watson. Right now, I would say regulars is just okay. I may update that once I finish the whole thing. It's ready to binge. They're hour-long episodes. I think there's eight to ten of them. Uh, but I thought it was pretty okay. I think I'm about a halfway through it, so I'm not giving up yet. Another one is Invincible. The Walking Dead, as we've talked about in the past, is at a complete standstill creatively. But the original concept was exceptional, and Robert Kirkman is the one who wrote the original comic books and graphic novels. Kirkman wrote the animated program called Invincible on Amazon Prime, which is kind of like the Kurt Russell movie Sky High. Basically, a kid inherits some superhero powers from his indestructible dad, and he is trying to learn how to use them, fight with them, and beat supervillains. You know, there's some language, but I didn't think it was all that adult. Uh, I watched it with my kid. Um, I got through the first couple, and I thought Invincible was pretty okay. Um Manifest. So season three of Manifest kicked off last week. Um, last season, I demoted Manifest to not recommended. Uh, but in fact, uh, I still keep watching it because I do want to know what happens with Flight 828. I am quite interested. Um, so uh, they started off the season uh, where they find a part of the plane in the middle of nowhere. And how could you have found a part of the plane when it supposedly blew up on the runway of LaGuardia? LaGuardia sorry, LaGuardia. So they're definitely having trouble moving the story forward in any kind of meaningful way. The overacting is so painful to watch. But it's still interestingly enough that I cannot give it up. Still, I can't recommend it to you if your time is limited. Uh, Made for Love came out on HBO Max. It's a new series. Uh, three episodes came out last week. They were probably uh, a deal out another one or two each week like they did with Generations. So this stars Kristen Melody from How I Met Your Mother and Ray Romano plays her father. Uh, the idea here is that a tech guy, Melody's husband, has invented a chip so that couples can communicate mind to mind on a deeper level. So kind of like soulmates, kind of like the one, uh, this is a story about technology to help people fall in love or a little bit in this case to stay in love. This is absolutely economy, a comedy. Okay. Soulmates was absolutely not a comedy. The one, I'm not sure it had a funny line in it at all. This is a comedy. Uh, she tries to escape her narcissistic husband, with the help of her dad, Ray Romano, who himself is infatuated with the sex doll. Uh, this is pretty funny stuff. Uh, the, um, the husband, the technology guy, uh, plays the role really, really well. I like it. I'm recommending Made for Love.
um, Who Killed Sarah? This is out of Mexico. It's on Netflix. It's kind of a revenge movie. Uh, basically, uh, this guy's sister dies while vac- vacationing with some rich people. The guy gets framed by the rich people and comes out of prison eight years later looking for some payback. The show doesn't quite fit all together. All of a sudden, he's an expert hacker, hacker after 18 years in jail. Um, all of a sudden, he's a threatening character. But it's interesting. I'd like to see where this heads. After about five episodes or so, I'm recommending Who Killed Sarah? Um, also on Netflix, The Serpent. Uh, this stars Tahira Heen. He just did that show, Mauritanium, which has gotten a lot of buzz. Um, and he is the serpent. Uh, this is based on the real-life story of Charles Sobraj, who is one of the biggest serial killers, if not the biggest serial killers in Asia. Uh, this is about eight episodes that chronicles how he committed the crimes. The investigation by the Dutch embassy out of Thailand, his arrest in Thailand, his flight to India, his arrest in India, and his release and rearrest in Kathmandu, Nepal. Um, this is a real bad guy. He drugs people. He steals their identity. Uh, he stole. He steals their money. He disguises the murders. Uh, none of these tactics would have worked in the age of computers and the TSA, but it worked really, really well back then. They had a real tough time tracking this guy down. Um, this is a very good series. I'm highly, highly recommending Serpent. You just want to find out how bad this guy is and if he gets out of this or if they're going to arrest him and he's going to go down for this stuff. Finally, The Moody's. Uh, season two of Dennis Leary's sitcom on Thursdays. This is a totally family sitcom. So, um, you know, this is not like Rescue Me. This is not like Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. It's pretty PG stuff. Uh, basically, Dennis Leary is retiring. His wife, Elizabeth Perkins, is starting her second life and her job. He has like four or five kids. Dennis Leary is doing his thing. He makes the same faces he makes in Rescue Me. He looks innocent when he's doing bad stuff. Uh, albeit, and like I said, kind of that PG slash PG-13 setting on network TV. It's pretty good, though. There's laughs. They're definitely not trying to solve all the, the world's issues. Uh, they started with two episodes last week, but each week will just be 30 minutes. I think the Moody's are okay. It's not bad. Um, we had a bunch of series end last week. So Snowpiercer ended the season with a two-hour long finale. Guess what? Leighton gets the train back. I hope I didn't ruin that for you. Uh, you knew that was going to happen. It was still pretty cool how it went down, though. Um, uh, if the Earth is still warming up, it will be interesting to see where they head next year. Uh, this season was not as good as the first season. Um, so I'm hoping that the Wilfer experiment is over and they get on to something a little bit more interesting. Uh, Resident Alien finished last week. It was funny. It was great. This is the was- This is maybe my best find of the year so far. Um, I put Serpent up there as well with one of the best stuff I've seen yet. Uh, Generations finished last week. This was a great series. I, I recommend it. Uh, high school, sexual ambiguity, shame, success, failure. It's not going away anytime soon. It was really a great ride. Um, some good laughs, some really, really interesting stories. Uh, and and it's, it's a story has been done many, many different times. Um, uh, they really did it in a very different way, a uh, very edgy way. Um, really, really like Generations. 
So my top 10 series. And I think a lot of these are going to roll up. I think we're going to have a lot of change because of all the things that start this week. So number 10, Moody's with Dennis Leary. Number nine, Invincible. Even though it's Amazon Prime, they're releasing a few each week. Young Rock, last week, Young Rock hanged out with all of his dad's friends in Hawaii. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Anthony Mackie and cast. It's a little bit of a weird episode. A lot of soul searching with, I'm sorry, uh, uh, there's some good laughs in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I like the Hydra guy that they just rescued from jail. He's funny. There's some good action. Not exactly sure where the story is headed. Uh, I would say this isn't as good as WandaVision just yet, but uh, of course I'm going to be watching it every Friday. Clarice finally came back. Bit of a weird episode, like I was saying. Uh, not sure why we cared about this, this episode. Uh, I pushed this down a couple of notches because of it to number six. Number five, For All Mankind. It's a solid show. Actually got some action going. Things are heating up with the Russians. Russians shot down an airliner. Was it our fault? We'll find out. But good show. Number four is Debris. I continue to like the show. As always, I like them to speed up the story. But this is starting to turn some corners. Number three, Made for Love, like we talked about. Shameless, I bumped it up all the way to number two. Lip just can't get a break. I mean, it is back to... He can do nothing right. Um, and at this point, you're wondering how he's going to fix all this stuff because the series finale is this Sunday. If you haven't been watching Shameless, might as well watch the last episode. My guess is it'll be really, really funny. My guess is they'll try to make it a little melodramatic. Number one, putting Blacklist back on top is number one. A little more to the advance of the story last week with, with the assassination of Red's main informant, getting back to really interesting because, you know, I, I'm not really sure we know if Red got, is a good guy or a bad guy. It just seems like he's a bad guy, though. It seems like that's where they're headed with it. So um, really interesting stuff. Um, like I said, a lot of new stuff starts. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Other things going on that I'm watching that didn't make the top 10, the Korean uh, uh, drama, The Myth, Bulletproof, uh, and by the way, don't miss Aaron Rodgers uh, hosting Jeopardy this week. What about binges? What about binges? If you want to watch something all the way through in a day or two, here you go. Number 10 is The One. Another one of those uh, technology helping you get love. Number nine, Sky Rojo out of Spain. Eight, Three Caminos out of Spain. Two for Spain. Seven, Bonding. Uh, new season just came out. Really, really good and funny stuff. Number six, tell me your secrets. Nothing funny about this show, but pretty good drama. Five, WandaVision. Four, Serpent right away. Putting four, Serpent right at four. Number three, It Is a Sin, HBO Max. Number two is The Watch. Funny, supernatural, uh, action. And number one, whatever it is, my wife says it's a guilty pleasure. pleasure. I just think it's good. Number one, Firefly Lane. So, like I said, a lot of new stuff coming out this week. So, Gangs of London comes out this week. Now, I think I reviewed this uh, a few months ago. I think it came out on Epics or something like that. So, then you had to pay for it to get more shows. I think they gave you a free one. So, I watched the first episode a few months ago. Now, it's coming out every week on AMC. It was really good for a show. I'm going to watch it. Everything is going to be okay. comes out this Thursday. This is a great, great comedy. It's one of my top shows from last year. 
Chad comes out on Tuesday on TBS. It's kind of a Pen15 thing, though they claim they thought of it first. Um, Exterminate All the Brutes on HBO comes out on Wednesday. Documentary miniseries. Home Economics comes out on Wednesday on ABC. Anything with Topher Grace, I am going to watch. Hunter, the Hunter, uh, sorry, the, the Hunter wasn't fantastic. Uh, even with Al Pacino, Topher was in it. I think he was the best part, actually. Uh, so this is him getting back to regular old comedy. Kung Fu on Wednesday. Yes, it's a remake from the 70s. It's on the CW, so you can kind of get a sense of what that means. Snab a Cash on Netflix on Wednesday. Rebel. So we've got Topher Grace coming back from that 70s show. And then uh, we've, we've got Kital coming back from Married with Children and Sons of Anarchy. She was even on Shameless last season. She's on Rebel on ABC on Thursdays. Katie Seagal with John Corbett. How about that? Speaking of sex, drugs, and rock and roll with Dennis Leary, John Corbett. And then Them, which Amazon Prime comes out on Friday. They've really pushed the show big time. So assuming it's pretty good. What about movies? Did I watch any movies? I did. I watched Hired Guns. This is an interesting look at the musicians that play the instruments, but they might be considered actually part of the formal band. For instance, they started off with Billy Joel's original band. Um, he very unceremoniously let them go after a couple albums, basically after he went huge. Um, uh, if you know anything about the Billy Joel story, you know, his manager and his label stole tons and tons of money from him. He definitely got some of it back, but he kind of took it out on everybody close to him, his band as well. But they talk about from guys from Ozzy, Five Finger, uh, Metallica, just a whole bunch of bands where guys have gone in and out and may not have gotten the recognition or the money for the part. Um, a lot of these guys get called in. They do a few songs and that's the end of the road. And then this band goes out on the road. They hit it big. Uh, and, and they're not actually in the band, but they got a few bucks for doing a couple songs called Hired Guns. That's the binge 10 for this week. Lots and lots of really interesting stuff coming out next week. I will tell you all about them. See you next week.